Amen? You don't move. No matter what you see, think, or feel, you don't move. Amen? You take a firm stand, not a little timid stand, but a firm stand against. Why do I keep saying against? Because do you know we can help the devil by our actions, by our speech? See, there's a warfare against what comes out of your mouth. There's a warfare against how you act, your attitude. Don't forget the children of Israel, the children of Egypt. They, you know, went around that mountain for 40 years because of their bad attitude. They're murmuring and they're complaining. Amen. And everything, you know, we say it's the devil, but sometimes it's us (laughs) because we forget that we're against Amen. So take a firm stand against the wiles of the enemy. And don't stop and don't quit. Well, how long? Forever. Until you see your breakthrough. Amen. We're fighting a war. Hallelujah. And you don't quit. You hold your ground and keep applying pressure. Amen. To the enemy and resist him and do whatever the crisis demands against the wiles of the devil. Now, what are wiles? Devious, cunning, little stratagems employed in manipulation or manipulating or pursuing someone to do what he wants. You know, he'll manipulate you through people, through just your flesh, mostly flesh, being in the flesh and not walking in the spirit. And you'll be tempted to give over to the other side. Amen. Not knowing. And so you have to continue to apply pressure to the devil and and resist him. Your resistance is pressure. Amen. Hallelujah. Stay employed under God and do what the Lord wants you to do. Amen. So in other words, the devil's tricks, ploys, schemes, maneuvers, subterfuges, subterfuges, and shenanigans you come against you stand against it you apply pressure against these things and you don't give him an inch because he'll take a mile amen you know he has all kind of things that he likes to lure people with enticement enticing words you know to get you to come into beguiling behavior amen And so you can't give an inch. You know, I've seen the devil try to take two or three pennies from me, and then I didn't do anything about it. I didn't think much about it. And then look up, it was a dollar, five dollars, late fees. You understand what I'm saying? And so you can't even give him a penny because he's coming for your whole bank account. This is how he operates. It's how he works. And so you have to continue to apply pressure and not get give up and seeing when you quit or you say i'm tired or god's never going to move that's that's not applying pressure to the devil in fact that's a strategy of his amen to keep you thinking god doesn't care but you're not to give in you're not to give up amen See, the devil doesn't want you to participate in anything. Amen. That's not standing. Non-participation is not standing. But the Bible says to maintain an upright position. That's what standing means. Supported by your feet. (laughs) You know, an erect vertical position. Supported by your feet. Amen. Not weak, caving in, or leaning toward the opposition because you're tired, or because of something that you see, or mainly what we think. Amen? It's coming from us, and that's why I say we're to stand against, not for. We're not for. We're against. Amen? Hallelujah. So don't cave in. Even when you feel weak. I remember Robert saying, act like you know what you're doing, even if you don't. Amen. It's going to come those times when you feel like what you're doing is not making an an impact. But still, you act like you know what you're doing. Amen. You stay in that vertical position. 
And you keep applying pressure to the enemy. Do you know when you take a stand and you don't quit, you don't look to the left or to the right, when you don't change positions, that's applying pressure. Amen. And you have to continue to apply this pressure. The devil don't want you to stand. He don't want it. Just you standing. Just you having that right frame of mind. Saying, I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. I'm going to do this anyway. doesn't matter whether you want the promise anymore because it's not about us anyway. Amen. It's about us being a vehicle for God. You know, being a, a representative. Being a witness. This is what witnesses do. Amen. You, you stand on the front lines and you don't move. Hallelujah. Because we have an evil, mean devil that doesn't want you to, he doesn't want to see us with nothing. Amen. He just doesn't. Why? Because his time is short, because he's jealous of our relationship with God, because he's hateful and mean and nasty. Amen. And he's got to go back to his homeland. (laughs) And he don't really want to. He'd rather stay here on earth and cause trouble because that's what he likes to do. But maintain an upright position supported by your feet. That's what a stand is. Amen. Not a, in a compromising position. Because it's been a few, you know, it's been a few months, been a few years. But stand upright. How long? Forever. You know, when we start telling the devil, I'll stand and take, I'll take a stand forever. He'll leave you alone. Amen. He'll go mess with somebody that's looking at the time. stand forever what else do we have to do stand strong in the lord not in your own strength and this is why we get tired because we stand in our own strength and not in the strength and in the power and in the might of god amen see this is not a, a a natural fight this is spiritual warfare it's a spiritual fight Although he is in the natural, he's in the spirit realm, and he has people working in the natural, and you see natural signs that he is here. Amen. But there are natural signs that God is here too. Amen. You know, great big God, little bitty devil. And that's what it really is. But, but we don't believe it sometimes. We lose that focus. Amen. We lose focus because of our stand. We lose focus and we start to think the devil is winning because of our stand. You know, if we're not standing directly in the love of God, in the faith of God, walking in the spirit instead of in the flesh, that's when you get bombarded with all of these natural things that's going on around us. But we have to stay strong, amen, in the strength of the Lord and in the power of his might and in the power of his force. Not in our own strength. Amen. In God's vigor, in his strength and in his power, in his energy. To stand in in the power of God's might means to stand in a military type might. Amen. A military type might. A convincing display of military strength and military might it convinces the devil because you know why because the devil knows it's true he knows it's real amen you stand like that not some days when you feel like fighting you throw a few religious words around that's what all the fake christians do the religious christians you know blessed by the best more or less i guess more or less there's some other what's that other one no stress i guess (laughs) but might is a physical force it's a physical force but it comes from the spiritual from it comes from the spirit amen but you see it in the physical because you feel it's like it starts on the inside and everything about you says power Amen. And you're not afraid of fighting because you, you win the war just by what's on the inside of you. Amen. Because what's on the inside of you, you know, it, it comes out in your actions, in your, your thought process. You're not weak, but you're strong because you're in him, 
In him we live, move, and have our being. We get everything from God. Everything that's going to help you in this life comes from him. You're not standing in your own strength. You're not standing in your own knowledge. You're not standing in your own wisdom. But we're standing in what he is in us. Amen. Hallelujah. So we stand like that. Not some days or sometimes. Hallelujah. What is that might? Might is somewhat a physical strength coming from a divine source. It's coming from a divine source, not a physical source. But it can show up in the physical, but it's not a physical force. It's a divine force. Amen. Coming from a divine source. To stand means to maintain a located position. Not at the nice church that's afraid of warfare with a lot of people. It's not how you take a stand. You'll take a stand there. Amen. But it's in a place where God has ordained you to be. That's how you win the war, by being in the right place. If only we could only understand, most people understand that. Amen. You don't, you don't get your power being anywhere. Amen. Because it's, it's a maintained, located position. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes we may want it to be, well, I, I, I'm at home, I'm in my word. You know, I'm still reading my Bible. That's not standing. Because standing, you stand out of obedience. If you're not in obedience, you ain't standing. Amen. You know, somebody's got to preach it. (laughs) Standing is not going to the singles dance, to the singles meeting. Well, we're having a a party. It's for singles only. That's not standing. Amen. There's no power there. It's, it's powerful flesh, but it's nothing, it's nothing spiritual about the singles meeting. I'm not against it. I'm just saying, you know, if you want to win the war, you stay with what's spiritual. Amen. Walk in the spirit. You don't enjoy the lust of the flesh. Waiting on God. You're not waiting on God. Amen. But you need to be where God assigns you. Amen. And remain unaltered. Remain strong, steadfast, amen, without any kind of disturbance. See, if you're not in the right atmosphere, that's a disturbance to your spiritual growth, amen? That's a disturbance. And so we don't want any kind of disturbance. We want to remain unaltered, not changing your stand, not changing your point of view, amen. You know, it should be like this, my decision stands. And I'm going to remain solid, amen, without disturbance. So let's go to, that was my intro. Let's go to Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6, hallelujah. Verse 10. It would be nice if I would turn there too. Yeah. 6.10 it says, am I in the right place? Uh, oh, wait a minute. I'm not in the right place. Sorry about this. 6.10. Okay. And it says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might it doesn't say our might see our might is flesh and blood his might is power from on high power and authority from the spirit realm amen so be strong in the lord and in the power of his might and then it says to put on the whole armor of god that ye may be able to stand against the wiles and we just talked about that against the wiles of the enemy hallelujah and it says here for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against rulers of darkness of this age and against spiritual hosting of wickedness in heavenly places amen hallelujah and so we are not wrestling against flesh and blood but we wrestle against powers 
Amen. We fight against principalities. Now, what is a principality? It's a state of being ruled by a prince. Amen. Usually princes or princess, you know, nowadays. <laughs> and these, these princes have rank or chief ruler. Amen. Because everybody's fighting to get to the top. Everybody's fighting to be the boss. But see, it's not like that in the kingdom of God. We know who God is. There's none other like him. There's no, none higher. Amen. Our power comes from him. And so we don't have to argue about that. That's a forever settled fact. Amen. But these princes, they have rank. I think it's nine ranks. I don't, I'm not sure to these princes. And they all want to argue and fight about who's who's the top dog amen i think that's what got him kicked out of heaven if i'm not if i'm not (laughs) but it's a host of demons uh you know or authorities in the heavenly realm and they all try to you know come to earth and and manipulate people and convince them that they have no power amen But we have delegated power and authority over them. You know, we've been given power and authority over these principalities and powers. And this is why God says to take authority over them. God wouldn't tell us to do something that we're not able to do. And so he says, take authority over them. I've given you power and dominion. Amen. Against the enemy. Hallelujah. And so it says, God, you know, your God says so. He said it in an oath and a promise, and he's already spoken it, and so it is so. And so this is why we take a stand, because we believe what God has told us. Amen? So having done all, we stand. Don't pack up and leave, but maintain, maintain an upright position. In other words, array yourself like a man, like a soldier. And stay in the thick of the battle. Don't run. Amen. Hallelujah. Because this is a warfare. And don't take up with people who laugh and and tease and make fun of warfare strategies. Amen. Because they don't know. Amen. They're in in it but don't know about it. Hallelujah. So take up the whole armor of God. And that's verse 13. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, stand. Amen. It says having done all. In other words, you might have to do it all. But what do you do? You keep doing it. Well, when do I stop? You don't. Amen. Amen. That used to trip me up all the time. Well, when is good enough good enough? This is who you are. See, you're in your element when you're standing against the enemy. You know, you're out of your, in a, your element when you're not fighting. When you take a vacation or, you know, when you want to let your hair down, as some people say. You know, true warriors, you don't get that luxury. Amen. It's just, it's just it, ain't real, it ain't reality. <laughs> Amen. Amen. This is not a natural armor. But an armor of God. You know, some people go through their battle scenarios. I put on my, you know, breastplate of righteousness, my helmet of salvation. And they, they go through these, these natural, and it's cool if this is what you want to do. But I'm telling you, this is a spiritual uniform that never comes off. Amen. It's spiritual power that never wears out, never gets old. So you don't quit. Amen. Because this is a a way of life. What else do we have to do? Amen. There's nothing else to do but stand and withstand in the evil day. Like now. Amen. You know, people's always talking about what's going to happen. And, you know, it's the world is just going to get more evil and and all of this stuff, according to First Timothy. And, and, you know, people are going to be lover of self. Well, we've been that for... uh, for the longest since the garden (laughs) and so you know our imagination can cause things to look bigger and more dangerous than it really is but when you're in the thick of the battle you know when you're obeying god and you're coming in his name 
you know, and you know that in that righteousness has been imputed to us. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And that we had we're ordained that we have every right to stand. We have every right to win this war. Then you and you know, you just stand. You're not in fear and you're not a, a casualty. Because there's no room for that. But how do you know when you've done all? You don't know, so you keep doing it. Amen. You'll see what you're praying for. You'll see that prayer answered, and you'll keep moving on to bigger and better things. Amen. It's not a big deal because you expect it. You expect God to come through for you because this is what you do, and you keep moving for God because this is not just about things and stuff and you know, this is about you working for God. It's about a kingdom. The kingdom of God is at hand. Amen. And so we we fight. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of wickedness in high places. And we don't stop and we don't quit because the devil doesn't stop. Where does he take a vacation? When you go on a natural vacation, he goes with uh, you. <laughs> He's waiting for you, <laughs> you know. Oh, they'll be they'll get off the plane and about, you know. And so you stand ready. You stay ready. There's no such thing as quitting. I don't understand why people quit. You know, they quit because they're they're not in the right mind frame. They quit because they're lazy and they don't want to fight. Knowing that God's already fought this battle for you. See the battle's already run. But that doesn't mean that you sit down and do nothing. You just it's no such thing. There's always somebody that needs bailing out. There's always somebody that needs help. There's always somebody that needs salvation. You know, there's always somebody that's sick and needs prayer. There's no time to not fight this war. Amen? Because, you know, the, the battle is the Lord's, but we have victory. And he's there to help us in every way that we need help. Amen? So you keep on going. You keep on praying. You keep on doing what you do. You keep obeying God and stay in close proximity. We talked about that yesterday. You stay in the secret place. See, when you, when you have a relationship, a personal relationship with God, and you stay in that close proximity to him, you stay ready for battle. That prepares you. That, that armors you. That's your armor. Because what you receive in a secret place is everything you need to maintain your stand and more. Amen. So we have to draw strength from him. who He who provides boundless might. That word boundless. God provides us with boundless might and power through and by his presence. So in his presence, not only is there fullness of joy, but in his presence, there is power and boundless might. Amen. That he clothes us with. Amen. Because he is preparing us for, for, for everyday life. You know, everybody's waiting on a big war. War is every Go outside the door. Amen. And so, you know, it's just a way of life. And you can't quit life. And so you have to continue to be a soldier in the army of the Lord and be proud of it. Amen. Hallelujah. So obey God. That's the first uh, order of the day is obeying him, staying in the love of God, staying in the power of God by personal relationship and drawing nigh unto him to receive that boundless might and power through his presence. Amen. Hallelujah. We're clothed in his presence. You know, the Bible says when you seek him, you will find him. And when you find him, he clothes us in his righteousness and with boundless might and boundless power. Amen. So why are people quitting? Amen. Because all they have to fight with is a natural power and strength that they like, they're familiar with. But they don't understand that that natural strength and natural power has no real spiritual power. It only causes trouble for you in the natural. Amen. But it's because they only have natural understanding. And so we need to continue to seek God. And most, most important, develop a, a close relationship with him. Keep, keep 
close proximity to God so that he can give you all the things that you need to sustain and survive. Amen. So stop running away from from God and running around naked. You know you're naked when you're not clothed with God's power. Amen. You're naked. When you when you walk around in natural power, you're naked. Hallelujah. So, you know, don't forget Eve. Adam and Eve were in the in the garden and all of a sudden they realized that they were naked. It's because they found their way into the flesh through disobedience. Disobedience works the same way now. It strips you of your your spiritual clothes. And all that's left is the natural. And then so you have to walk around talking about last year's prophecies or last, you know what I'm saying, what happened in the past. And you don't stay on the cutting edge of what God is doing because you left that behind when you started walking around naked. Are y'all here today? Not clothed spiritually, but being clothed uh, in the natural. Amen. But we're fully clothed. Amen. We're fully clothed denominations and religion keep you naked amen partially clothed i should say you know this is what i'm saying the baptists wear their helmet of salvation and that's it amen full gospel people keep the sword of the spirit which is the word of god but they they don't know who to aim it at you know they got the word but they don't know where to shoot you know why? Because they don't have true prophets. They don't trust true prophets, amen, to come in and give direction where to shoot. And so they shoot amiss or whatever, however you want to say. And so they have that. Hallelujah. Then there are those in the faith movement. Remember the faith movement? That's why it was a movement. It didn't move much. Amen. And they had their shield of faith. But didn't know how to quench the fiery darts. And they got shot because they didn't know how to quench those darts. All they had is the faith movement. But they didn't understand faith. Amen. They didn't know how to walk in love and walk in the spirit. Amen. Because faith works by love. And so if you don't walk in love, your faith won't work. So that's why it was a movement. But the Bible says the just shall live by faith every day. Amen. A faith is a is what you is who we identify you identify with it. You have to identify with it if you're of God. And so, you know, without faith it's impossible to please him. And that's why we have to stay in your stay in your assignment and don't abort ship prematurely. Stay with the assignment. When you stay with the assignment, you're in obedience to God. You're not disobedient. Disobedient people don't don't stay with the assignment. They think they can quit and go somewhere else, and I'm reading my Bible. And I'm, that, that, that's, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you have to stay in the love of God, stay in the place where God, you know, or else how can he find you? Yeah. I don't understand that. You can't abort ship, and you can't just set up camp anywhere. If, if you could, then Abraham could have went anywhere. Amen? Could have went anywhere. But it wasn't like that. And it's, ne- it's never been and it's never going to be. And so we have to stay with the assignment. You know, maybe it sounds good, you know, bringing Lot and doing all of these other things. But we don't know the beginning from the end. But God does. And this is why he sent us to specific places to do a specific work in a spe- specific time frame. And so it's all about what God has called us to do and not about what we so much what we want. Because God is going to give us everything. He's already given it to us. Amen. You know, he's given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. He's given it all to us. But we fail to receive it because we're in a different mind frame. We don't really understand what God is doing because we're so busy trying to get what we want in the natural and so we have to stay you know spiritual people so that we can receive all that god has for us and make god happy with us and make him our priority it's all about god and what he's called us to do amen and so we have to continue to take our stand because your stand is closely connected with with your calling in life and what god has called you to do amen
Amen. So you have to, not only do you have to uh, have faith and walk in faith and walk after the Spirit, but you have to understand how to quench the fiery darts. Amen. And that comes with being a good soldier, listening to God, obeying God, and carrying out God's orders. Amen. And you don't quit. You don't quit. Amen. See, pride causes people to quit. Amen. You know, pride, you know what that really, pride means I don't want to be taught by anybody else anymore. That's really what pride, and that's why people quit, because they don't want to humble themselves under the mighty hand of God, and they'll try to point the finger at a person, but you are, you really don't want to be governed by God anymore. And that's why people leave. This is why people leave their post and they don't continue to work and, and, you know, stay busy with God and obey him until God changes their direction. Amen. So you have to stay with it, you know, and stand in that place of authority, stand in that place where God has called us and not abort prematurely. Amen. Some people get bored with warfare well that's because they haven't been in the warfare they haven't been fighting the warfare amen they've not been fully functioning at full the fullest capacity that they could be uh, operating because they don't understand warfare sometimes you can be uh, in a false war and don't even know you're in a false war amen so you have to stay away from pride you know people who who stop standing don't have much success because they've put laid down their weapons of war they've just laid them down don't quit even if the prize that you think you're getting is not worth your trouble you're in this war for god so don't lay your weapons down and don't quit amen amen so be like paul and paul says i've kept the faith amen so what do you say can you say you've kept the faith Yes, you can. Where y'all? Where are y'all today? Why don't we go to Second Timothy? In other words, what's in your wallet? Amen. See, she got it. <laughs> she got it. I think Second Timothy four. Verse seven. Paul says, I have fought the good fight, and I have finished the race, and I have kept the faith. And that's what we all want to be able to say. I have fought a good fight. This faith race needs to be finished until the end. You don't quit until it's over. Amen? Hallelujah. It's part of standing. Part of standing is keeping the faith. And this is what Paul was talking about. When you keep the faith, you finish the race. If you quit, you didn't finish your race. And well, I'm still standing. You ain't standing. You ever heard people say that? I'm still standing. But you quit the race. When you quit the race, you don't finish your course. And so you can't do both at one time. And you know what I'm saying? That's kind of, you have to continue to stand. You're either standing or you ain't. So standing is a part of your faith. And when you keep the faith, you finish the race. If you don't keep the faith, you don't finish your race. You don't finish what God has laid before you to do. So watch out for snipers. Another thing you need to do. There's snipers along this race. And you have to watch out for them. Well, what's that? Discouragement and time. Amen. The time element. And the devil used those like a sniper. Amen. Discouragement will cause you to give up thinking you're not, you're not God's priority. Well, God doesn't love me. You know, I've been waiting all this time. See, time will do the same thing. Amen. You know, but the Bible says that the very hairs on your head have been numbered. Now, how can God forget you if the very hairs on your head has been numbered? Amen. Are y'all here today? Amen. Well, I'm going to trust that you are. Hallelujah. Let's, let's go to Matthew 6. Matthew 6. 
No, we are God's priority. You ever looked at the sparrow? Looked at you need to go outside and look at a bird and and study a bird. You know, this is when I first got truly born again. I was I was saved, but I didn't know the Lord. And when I got baptized in the Holy Ghost, the Lord kept showing me birds. And I'm like, well, why is he showing me birds? But see, he was speaking very clear to me, and I didn't pay any much attention until later on. But he showed me how this bird, well, it was two birds. It was a father and a mother bird. I know I've told y'all this before, but suffer through it again. (laughs) And this father bird was going to get the food, and the mother bird was up in the nest and i had 2020 vision or something i've been wearing well supposed i've been wearing glasses since i was 16 but of course i didn't but anyway i could see clear into that tree and it was a tall big tree but anyway he took me there in a trance and he showed me how birds are taken care of not knowing at that time but that he was showing me how he was going to take care of me because trouble was coming and i didn't know it but they always find food. And then this little bird, he kept coming down. And I saw that. I saw him with the, bird, the worm when he took back off. It was hanging out of his mouth, and he was putting it in the, it was maybe two or three little baby birds up there, he was feeding them, and the wife was just, you know, like recuperating or whatever. And, but they, they found food, and they were surviving as a family. And so the Lord was speaking to me through that. And I see why that's Matthew 6.26. Never knew it until later on in life. But he was showing me, he says, this is what God tells us when we start to not think that he cares and not think that we're his priority. He said, look at the birds. So Matthew 6.26. And it says, look at the birds of the air. For they neither sow nor reap nor gather. See, in other words, they ain't doing nothing. They don't sow. They don't reap, and they don't gather into barns. You know, they're not trying to get food for the next winter. They're not doing that. They just trust God every day. Just like that bird went and found those worms for his family. They trust God every day. That's how we should be. Amen. It says, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? And then it goes on saying, so stop worrying about what you can't do and what you don't have don't do that just start to trust god totally amen consider the lilies of the field have we ever considered the lilies you know father feeds the lilies and the lilies don't do anything they don't toil neither do they spin spurn they don't do anything but god still refreshes them he waters them feeds them and they're fine but it says, how much more important are we than the lilies or the, the, the sparrows, the bird? Amen. So see, the part of, of the devil's wiles or his schemes against us is to tell us that God don't care about us. Amen. And so we need to learn how to look at the birds, look at nature, how nature doesn't play a part in feeding or reproducing its own self, but it does. But it's not doing it itself. It's doing it because God is, is, is uh, allowing it to do that. Just like he makes the rain to moisten the grass and the flowers. See, that's God doing that. And so we have to understand that things are not like they appear. God has his hand in everything. And so just because our situation is not moving or not changing right away, it doesn't mean that God is not doing anything. You have to understand that God works in, in the, the suddenlies and he works in ways that sometimes we overlook, but he's working. He's working. And so when you start to think that God is not doing anything or everything is at a standstill, you just watch those, those trees and the grass and how they continue to surge when the wind blows. The wind never ceases. These things don't, don't stop. And so, so that means that your situation is not at a standstill because you don't see anything. Amen. You have to trust God that things are moving along at the pace God has chosen them to move because he's God. 
And so that's where our faith and our humility and our love and our everything that we are, our relationship with him, it pays off because he instills these things on the inside of us when times get hard. Because I'm not going to say that times don't get hard. They do. But when they do, you pull all of this stuff that you know out of the bag and you survive it. Amen. You like, amen. Like David, David encouraged himself in the Lord. He didn't have anybody to tell him it's going to be okay. But he listened to God and he listened to that voice that, you know, told him. But he had to make the first move. He encouraged himself in the Lord. Amen. And he danced so hard until he beat his clothes off of his own self because he got so wrapped up in the love of God and what God was doing and and how much God loved him. He knew that God loved him because, you know, he of how he acted towards God. His situation always came out successful. He recovered all, and he recovered all because he obeyed God. He stayed in the love of God. Amen. And we... These these stories are not in the Bible to just be there to try to look good, but these stories are true, and we have to believe them. And so he he have to you know we gotta look look like Abraham. God told him to look up and look down, and we have to look at the sparrows. You do whatever you, it takes for you to stay in faith. Amen. Amen. Abraham looked up at the stars. And saw that they were they were too numerous to even count, and he looked down at the seashore of the sand, and he and God told him when you when you you know get nervous or anxious about your situation, you look up and you look down because as many as numbered, those are how many children you will have. You'll be the father of many, and that's what he did to keep himself encouraged. And so we have to learn how to encourage ourselves by what you know. It's on the inside of you. If you keep a relationship with God, he puts these things on the inside of you, and you use them when times get tough. Amen? So look up like Abraham, and then look down. Encourage yourself. Amen. Be a self-exhorter. And that's what David was. He was a self-exhorter. Amen? So that don't let the time element. That was discouragement. Now we're going to talk a little bit about the time element. You know, it's been too long. God must not have told me to do that. And that's what most people think when it's been a long time. Well, God didn't tell me that. Amen. And then they give up and they quit in the day of adversity. But the Bible says somewhere, it says, if you quit in the day of adversity, your faith is not strong. It was never, it was small. Wasn't, wasn't strong in the first place. It was never strong. And so sometimes we will take a stand because everybody else is doing it. Or, you know, we'll say prayers and we'll be a part of things because everybody else is doing it. But we never really get to know God on the inside so that when when the attack comes from the enemy, you know, you stand. Having done all, you know how to stand and you make it through because you know God is with you. You know that he has not left you. You know that you're not being deceived only by the evil one. It's not God, but it's, it's the devil that's deceiving you. And he puts these thoughts in you. See, if you walk in the spirit, you don't enjoy the lust of these thoughts. Amen. Because you, you don't believe them because you're not around it. Amen. And so you have to know how to stay out of harm's way, as my parents used to say. Stay out of harm's way. But I didn't know what they meant, but they had a good point. Amen. You stay out of harm's way because you stay out of the way of the enemy. You stay in the love of God. Amen. You walk in the spirit. You don't get involved in stupidity and and small-mindedness. You just don't take part in that. Amen. You know, people, we did that when we didn't know any better, when we were immature. But, you know, now that we are mature Christians, you stay in the love of God. You walk by faith and not by sight. And you trust God to keep you motivated. And if you don't, you motivate yourself. Amen. What's in you? What's in your wallet? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) What's in your wallet? You know, what's in there? Whatever's in there, you use it to fight the enemy and fight the temptation of being, you know, 
succumb to the devil's lies. You know, you just, you don't allow it anymore. It gets to a point where you just want what God has for you, and you don't want this stupid stuff from the the world because the world has nothing good to offer us just more lies more disappointments that's where the disappointments come from it comes from the world amen and you know but god has everything you know that we need and our hope and our trust is in him in him we trust you know we trust in god the great big god and he has all the answers and so you know sometimes when you know, things look really rough. You have to trust that God has not failed you. Think about the sparrow. Think about the lilies. Amen. And finish strong. Hallelujah. So faith, faith and patience. How about entering into faith and patience? The Bible says that they finished the course with faith and patience to receive the promise. And they staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief. They staggered not. Abraham staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief. But the Bible says that he was strong in the Lord and he was encouraged in God. Amen. Because him who he was trusting, he was also believing in him. He was trusting in him. And he didn't, he didn't give the devil place, a place, an opportunity to even whisper to him. Amen. Let's go to Hebrews 6, 10. He didn't. He went through his phase of not believing, and you know, doing the. You know, he went through his his thing with his wife and with his maid and all of that with Hagar and all of this stuff. But he wasn't going back to those days. He was continuing to march forward in Christ Jesus, forward in in God and in what he believed. You know what I mean? So in Hebrews six verse ten. It says, for God is not unjust to forget your works. So somebody, please receive that. Amen. He is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love which you have shown toward his name. So when the devil starts telling you that God is not going to do something for you, would you please remember this? Please write it down. And you tell the devil. You know, God is not unjust. He's not an unjust God. He won't forget my labor of love and my work. He'll not forget anything that I've done for him. Amen. Hallelujah. And that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. When you go in there and you just say the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. When you stand for him. See, when you take a stand, you stand for God. It's not just a stand for an issue. It's a stand for him. Amen. It's not just a stand for a certain thing. And see, this is where people get twisted. It's not for one specific thing. When you take a stand, you're standing for God. And whatever, whatever it is that God is doing, you're saying, I stand with him. And I support what God is doing because I'm part of it. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we have to stand and, and know what, what God's priority is. His priority is for us to be diligent and to be obedient and keep hope alive and don't quit in the day of adversity. You cannot quit. Amen. You stand having done all through faith and patience. They receive the promise through faith and patience. And so we have to understand that there's a part that we play in this big thing called life. Amen. Now, patience is long-suffering and endurance. Some people say patience, endurance. But in, a, in other words, read my lips. You don't take a vacay. Amen. You don't take a vacay. Patience is also fortitude and exercise. You exercise restraint. When the evil one makes a suggestion, you say, no, I'm not going there. I'm not listening to that. Because the better suggestion comes from God, that you can do all things through Christ. Amen. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So whatever, you know the devil, what he's, he's a, a copycat and a, a, a faker. He's fake. And he, he likes to, whatever God does, he always has a counterfeit 
for whatever God does, whatever the sayings are, which I don't like sayings, but sometimes those sayings are based off of scripture. He's got something else to say, and it's always false. That's because he's a fake, and I don't want to be identified as being a fake. Amen. But, but the devil never had, he does not have the real thing. He doesn't offer people the real thing. He offers you a plan B that never pans out. And that's why people get, and then when people go to plan B, then they get mad. And then they can always associate it to somebody else. And then they're mad. Amen. Amen. But it's because they didn't, you know, build up that resistance against the enemy and resistance against that lie you have to build a resistance and you don't have to listen to that stuff because we have a choice amen so don't resort to quick remedies quick remedies are plan b c e d you know and then we try to make it god because the devil's going to show you some kind of connection between your plan b and god so you can you can say that it's god so that you can make more enemies because if people don't agree with you then you're mad at them then you're mad at them and then you're mad at them but all you have to do is stand you don't have to agree with that stuff i'm not going to do it amen see there's a warfare over our words there's a warfare over everything that you do over everything that you say amen there's a warfare over your stand. That's why we have problems doing it. Because there's a warfare over. The devil just wants you to tilt a little bit. Are y'all here? He wants you to tilt. See, this is standing erect. And he wants you to, when you agree with stupid people, you know, with their plan B, C, D, and F, and when you agree with it, you just tilt it. But then you say, I'm standing on the word. You're not standing, you're compromising. Well, that didn't go over well, but it's true. Amen. It's still true. Hallelujah. Let's see. Where were we at? Let's finish up in Ephesians. We were in 10. Okay. So God is not unjust. And in verse 11, it says, and we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end now what did it just say to the end right did it say until september of next year it said until the end so how long do you stand you stand until the end amen there's no quitting you stand until the end you hope until the end you never give up you never stop you stay relentless against the enemy and you don't quit amen and if you don't quit your whatever it is that you believe in god for will come and you won't be thinking about it because you'll be busy doing work for god amen when you finally get into the thick of the war and realize you're in a war and start to like you know you can have fun in warfare amen because when you keep the mindset that you're victorious and you know who you are it's fun fighting the devil because you know that you're doing using spiritual weapons amen because it's not a physical war that wears people out because they get sidetracked and so you have to stay focused on what's going on this is why the devil likes distractions so he can confuse you amen and you start fighting the invisible war amen and that's when you really want to check out of here because you will get worn out and then you start imagining that god is telling you to go and do this well we're going to take this city no i don't think so amen, amen. you can take a city without go, getting on an airplane or in a car amen. you take a city just you and your now that's one one thing you can do in the privacy of your home you know pull down strongholds you can take a city for god with the right prayers with the right faith you can do whatever it is that God has told you to do. Because there's a warfare over your words. There's a warfare over your actions. Amen. So stop murmuring and complaining. And stay with God. Because God will 
uh, do what he says he's going to do because he's not a man that he would lie. We have an oath and a promise. Amen. And we have what's already been spoken. He's already, God's done everything. He's done his part. He's looking for us to do ours. Amen. Hallelujah. And so it says in 12, it says that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherited the promises. So don't become sluggish. Are y'all here? But imitate those who through faith and patience finish the course. How do you finish the course? Somebody, please. Faith and patience. You finish the course. Amen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let's, let's, go, let's, let's go to James 1. James 1. That's right. You stand, Miss Avis, having done all. James 1. Verse 2, bless you. This is my brother, and count it all joy when you fall into various trials, which we don't. It says, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. See, and all this is, it's a test, a testing of your faith. And this is why people, now you know why people quit. Because they can't, I can't take the pressure. It's no pressure. Amen. Count it all joy. Treat it as though it's all joy. Because the testing of your faith produces patience. This is how you have patience and you don't quit and you don't say God's forgotten about you and you're not God's priority and he doesn't love us. This is how you don't fall into that. Because the testing of your faith brings patience. So in other words, the Bible says, so let patience have its perfect work. Can y'all let patience have its perfect work? Amen. Endure through patience. Don't quit. Amen. If we do everything that God has told us to do, we will lack nothing. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's see. Did I read four? Do y'all know? When is she going to finish? I'm going to finish when you get it, when you get involved. Because I got all day. We could stay till five. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Did I do verse four, y'all? Uh-huh. Verse four says, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And you know what that word perfect really means? Mature. Amen. So you are mature and you lack nothing. Now, the, verse 5 says, if any one of you lack wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given unto him. So all those things you don't have, ask for. Ask for wisdom. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Now, let's go I'll skip over to verse 12. It said, blessed is the man who endures temptation. See, in other words, all of these scriptures are telling us you've got to have faith. You've got to have patience. You've got to endure. This is how you endure. This is how you stay for the, for the long haul. Is you stay obedient to God. You don't quit. You stand erect. You don't be slothful. We read that scripture. I know y'all don't remember. <laughs> but we read, that one we read that one too. Amen. But you have to do all. Of, that's why the Bible says haven't done all. You got to do all this stuff. Amen. Or the devil will devour you. At some point, he will come for you. And that all this, don't come for me unless I come for you. He coming for you. Amen. Whether you come for him or not. So you got to have some substance. You got to have something on the inside. What's in your wallet? That's what I'm talking about. You got to have something in your wallet. Amen. You got to have some. So endure. You have to endure patience let's do verse 12 again blessed is the man who endures temptation but when he has been approved he will receive the crown of life which the lord has promised to those who love him amen why because patience works and let no one say when he is tempted that i am tempted of god for god cannot tempt that god cannot tempt anybody of evil nor does he himself tempt anyone. 
but each one is tempted when he is drawn away hello by his own desires or lust and enticed and so this is what we've been i've been talking about all this time is that you you cannot allow yourself to be enticed or drawn away you have to and see when you don't take a firm stand you're going to be drawn away it's just going to happen but if you stay in the love of god you stay in close proximity to god you go to the secret place you get you keep your clothing your spiritual clothes don't get caught without your all of this helmet of salvation the breastplate of righteousness your belt you know all of this stuff you know if you stay with god and stay close to god keep a relationship a personal relationship and allow god to do a complete work in you you don't have to check if your shoes are shod with the preparation of peace because you wear peace you are peace amen hallelujah you bring the anointing you bring it with you and so you have to stay in a position of fighting keep a fighting mentality and don't let what people say fool you don't let what people say move you think for yourself how about that have a mind of your own make up your mind whether you want to stand for god or whether you want to uphold every person that wants to go astray what's more important to you amen you have to think for yourself and and know that god is with you he called you you're god's priority he called you he uh, anointed you amen he established you call commission sent and anointed to that's us man can't do that man can't open doors for you but only god can open doors man can open doors amen that are false doors some doors you shouldn't go through man can open those doors but god opens the doors that you're supposed to go through if god don't open them you don't need to go through them amen amen and so we need to have faith in god and the bible tells us have faith in god choose you this day choose now who you're going to believe what you're going to believe what you want to do you know choose make a choice and stick with it amen you have to you're god's priority god loves us and he has not forgotten about you just because you don't see anything moving around doesn't mean that god is working for us every day he's working for us every day because when you get in turmoil when you get in trouble he brings you through he bring, now i don't want anybody to have to go through anything to know that but sometimes god will allow it just to show you look i'm with you i'm not playing with you honey my love is nothing to, to take for granted because i love you and i am with you hallelujah he is with us as a mighty terrible one i'm telling you let the devil start messing with his people too much if you're in right standing and even if you're not god will come through for you because this is the god that we serve we serve an awesome god we serve a great big god amen great big god little bitty devil hallelujah but see the devil he he tries to get real big in our sight and in our lives because we allow it amen don't listen don't listen don't it's not about us it's not about somebody pumping up your flesh all the time but it's all about god and what he wants because he don't pump, he don't pump up our flesh but he puts something on inside of us called that assurity that love he puts purpose it's not you're not doing anything for somebody else you know for you're not going to lose anything by praying for someone or making a sacrifice for some nutcase that doesn't know how to serve god themselves and so we stand in that gap we stand for our families when they mess up amen we have so much to gain and so little to lose really we have nothing to lose but we have to stay with god take a stand when you take a firm stand don't move don't move because the devil wants you to that's to me that's enough reason even if you don't want anything from god but just good health and long life take a stand for that because the devil's coming for that he don't want you to have anything 
But you take a stand and you don't look to the right. You don't be concerned about what's going on anywhere else. But you trust God. This is a faith walk. You trust him. And trust me, God will come through for his people because he loves us. He will come through for us. And don't, don't dislike or discredit prophecy. Amen. God sends prophecy to keep us going. Sometimes God is throwing us a life raft and we don't take it because I don't, I don't like prophecy. No. You know, I don't believe in that. Or too many things. We, we, we get too picky. But we need to trust God so that God can do all the things that he's promised. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you. Thank you, Jesus. We love you and we exalt you, Father. Oh, we love you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you, Father. We just bless you. And, Father, having done all, we will stand. We will stand, Father. No matter what's coming at us, we will stand. And we thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We praise the name of the Lord. We bless you. Thank you, Father. Oh, bless the people watching, uh, Father. And I just speak blessings upon you. Blessings, blessings, and more blessings in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for giving us the desires of our hearts. And we love you, Lord. And we just thank and praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. If there's anybody that needs prayer, I can pray for you before we leave. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God is good. Amen. Amen. Don't, don't stop on your stand.